today's message, we're going to continue in this idea of core. And you know, it's an interesting one because today we're talking about the idea of study and how it's important for us to study the Word of God. And it, this is a, it's a one that I battled with this week because I am aware that there's a lot of us in this room who are different places with this idea of the study of Scripture. There's some of us in this room who we, we have this daily devotion and this daily life of studying the word of God. There's some of us who haven't started yet. There's some of us who we get to it when we can. There's some of us who don't think it's important. There's some of us who think it's important. And so my hope is for today that as we talk through the idea of study and the word of God that you would lean in and if you're, wherever you're at on this scale, that you would just say, okay, what's another step I can take? What's another way I can get closer to Jesus? What's another way I can move forward? And when it comes to study, I got a question for everyone in the room. Is there any procrastinators in the room? It's about 20 minutes past the start of service, so you probably just walked in. Anybody married to a procrastinator? Don't do, don't embarrass some. <laughs> Procrastination is interesting because people are, that like, like to procrastinate like to live on the edge, you know? It's like I wanna see how far along I can get and see how close I can get to the moment it's due or the moment that something has to be done at work and then I'm gonna do it. Some people even like pride themselves on procrastination. You know, it's like they, they walk around like, yeah, I'll get to that tomorrow. And I'm supposed to be like, cool, uh, it's due tonight. You know, uh, you know procrastination is fine. And I'll be honest. I used to struggle with procrastination. Um, I used to, uh, be, okay, I still do. Um, <laughs> See, it took me a long time to get to the point of admitting that. And you know, procrastination, when I was in school, the idea of study was hard for me. Uh, I, I wasn't a great student early on in my years in uh, school. And in middle school, we had this paper due once at the end of the year. And we were supposed to be writing papers throughout the year to compile into one paper to turn in at the end of the year. Well, I thought, well, why do it now when I can just do it all at once? And it got to the end of the year, the day before it was due, and I said, I can do this. I quickly started realizing I couldn't do that. Uh, I, there was no chance I was gonna be able to get all these papers done, and I, I knew I was in big trouble, and so I started to devise plans. Here's the thing about procrastinators. They always have a plan. They always have a way to get out of it. You know, my plan was very stupid. I, I found someone in the school who had uh, done their complete paper and already turned it in. Um, and I convinced them to give me their paper. To give me their paper, I probably paid them lunch money, I don't know. And to give me their paper, and so I get their paper and I erase their name on the paper. <laughs> don't judge, this was seventh grade, okay? I erased their name on the paper, and here's the best part of the whole story, is I erased the name on the paper. I didn't even take the time to flip through it to see that there was a name on every paper. So my teacher immediately brings it back and says, Shane, you stole this paper. And I was like, how do you know? And she flips it over, and the name was written in pen of the other person. So procrastination gets you in trouble. And just so we're all clear, I did put that on my job resume, and Dan still chose to hire me. So... Um, Right, Dan? 
right? Okay. Let's get into what we're here to talk about today, study. This idea of studying scripture. And let me, let me start with this verse in 2 Timothy 3, verse 16 and 17. When it comes to scripture, this is important for us to have as our context through the whole message. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God does it, uh, God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. This is talking about the word of God. The scripture is inspired by God. It's used for teaching and correcting. It's used for the preparation of us. And when you read this passage, it should spark in the believer, man, I should be in the word of God. I should, be, I should be studying the word of God. And I know some of you are thinking, well, Shane, are you expecting me at the end of this message to be a theologian? Yes. There, I expect every Christian who professes Christ to be a theologian. You wanna know why? You know what the word theologian means? Theologian comes from the, the Greek word theos, and, uh, which means uh, God, and logos meaning study. Theologian really just means to study God. And as believers, we are called to study God. We are called to study his word. So let's ask these questions. Why should we, as believers, study the word of God? Why should study be important for us? We should study the Bible because, first, it helps us grow in wisdom. As a Christian, it is important for us to continue to grow in wisdom. It, it, it helps us be less naive as believers. It protects us. In our wisdom, we, we, we will grow in protection from things like false teachers. You know, Colossians 2.8 says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of the world rather than from Christ. As we, as we study the word, we will, we will begin to develop a barrier of wisdom to catch false teachers. And the truth is, is there's false teachers all around you. There is people who are professing the, the, the name of Christ and preaching in his name, and they, they will preach doctrine, doctrines that aren't true. There's people on your social media feed that are saying things to you that are false and not true. And as you grow in wisdom in the word of God, you will be less naive to follow those false teachings. It will protect us against the enemy's lies. The enemy is always gonna try to lie to you and redirect you, change your view of yourself, change your view of the world. And when we grow in wisdom through the study of God's word, it helps protect against those lies. And it also helps protect us from panic. I, I'll be, it, we all know this, in the world we live in today, it seems like there's a new thing to panic about every day, right? Every time you turn on your, your phone, you turn on the news, there's something to panic about, but when you grow in wisdom by the study of the word of God, you will not rush to panic because you know the one who holds the world in his hands. You know the one who is in charge and over these things, so you won't panic, you won't get scared because you're growing in wisdom. Second reason we need to study is it helps us to know God. It helps us to know who God is. Jeremiah 9.24 says this, but those who wish to boast should boast in this alone, that they truly know me and understand that I am the Lord 
who demonstrates unfailing love and who brings justice and righteousness to the earth. In that I delight in these things. I, the Lord, have spoken. It's important for us to, to dive in and study the word of God so we can learn more about him. This is something that's very interesting to me when I, when I look at the Christian world today and I evaluate this. And maybe this is just my line of thinking and I'm not saying I'm right, but it's always crazy to me that we as believers confess that we believe in this creator, all-powerful God and he's over all things and in all things and he's always present in all of these things and then we have this book that was inspired by him and we could open it up and learn more about this and we just don't seem to. It's hard for me to wrap my head around that. When I look at like social media, whenever there's a new show coming out and the anticipation that builds about this, this next season or the season finale, and it seems like the whole world is like, I can't wait. Why don't we have a similar excitement in us as believers to have a revelation about our God, the Creator? It's important for us to, to know who he is, to learn his nature, to learn his character, and to learn his work. Study of the word of God also helps us to know who we are. It's important that we know who we are in the eyes of God, why we were created. See, because there's gonna be two voices that are gonna speak to you about your identity. There's two voices. There's God, and there's the world. Those two voices are gonna try to speak to you about your identity. And the more we study and jump into the word of God, the better understanding we will have of who we are, why we were created. You know, the world will throw things at you when you're in a season of struggle or you're in a season of hardship. You don't have any hope. But when you have a deep understanding and a study life of the word of God, you can say to the world, no, I have a hope that's greater than this world. His name is Jesus. You can, have, you can be struggling with depression or anxiety and the world will tell you you are not worth anything. But when you study the word of God and lean into it, you will know you are worth God's son to God. All these you statements, you are this, you are that. When we study the word of God, we will begin to stop believing the lies of the world and stop believing the lies of the enemy and start to focus on who God says I am. That's how we're called to live. But we get that through a study of the word of God. And here's the truth. All of us want that. As believers, and I'm just gonna say a really hard truth here, okay? Don't get mad at me. All of us really want that close, tight, open, authentic relationship with God. I bet if I went through and I interviewed each of you and I said, do you want that? Your response would be yes. But there isn't, a, there, there's some of us that we struggle with putting in the work to develop that relationship. That we have this awesome opportunity to study the word of God and to strengthen this relationship we all want, but it often gets pushed back and back and back in our lives. And priorities take its place. My hope by the end of today's message that we would have people who are in love with the word of God and devoted to studying his word. Now here's the truth. 
when it comes to studying the word of God, a big theme for today's message is this idea of submission. Submission. As a believer, we are called to submit. And I'm just gonna say this up front. There's gonna be things in your Bible that you don't like. There is gonna be things when you study the word of God that make you feel angry sometimes. There's gonna be things when you study the word of God that are gonna make you question. There's gonna be things that when you study the word of God that, that cause turmoil in you. Hear me out. Submit to it. We don't get to pick and choose what we like from it. This is the inspired word of God. We are called to submit to it. We are called to, to devote our lives to the study of this. One, one, a person who inspires me in this is our very own Dan Frank. Dan Frank is one of the most biblical men I've ever met. And, and I love that when he even goes through seasons of hardship or he has struggles in his life, he refers back to a study of the word to, to give him hope for the future. To give him hope for to getting through something, to give him strength to get through. And I want us to have developed this mindset of the importance of the word of God and the study of it. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to walk through. First, I'm going to walk through just a study opportunity for us. Now, some of you, maybe you, you ha you're already got your study program and you got your stuff and keep doing that. But maybe some of us were looking to kickstart this idea of study of the word of God. It's a program called what I call SOAP. Okay, everybody say SOAP with me. SOAP. SOAP. And, and we're going to walk through what each one of these letters mean. First, the S stands for Scripture. Okay, that's where we're going to start our study process, right? If you're studying something outside of Scripture, probably not good for a Bible study, right? Not saying studying's wrong in other cases, but Scripture is where we start. And when it comes to Scripture, God says this. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Here, here's a couple, little piece of advice. When it comes to Scripture, start. Start somewhere. Start somewhere. I know for some of us, the Bible is just overwhelming. And we don't even know. Just start somewhere. Find someone who you respect. Find someone who, who, who you think is a, someone who has a study of the word of God in their life and ask where you should start. But just as you start, I want to say this. You got to stop too. You're like, Shane, this makes no sense. Don't worry, I'll get there. Start somewhere and stop checking a box. I'm speaking to some of us who have a devoted life of study where we wake up and we, we like, okay, I gotta see what my daily reading is today. I'm gonna read it, check that box, and I'm done. The word of God is living and breathing. It is not designed to fit into a timeline or just to check a box. It is divine to weave in throughout our life and to change us and to impact us in crazy ways. You wanna know how I read scripture? Sometimes I read for a really short time. Sometimes I read for a really long time. Here's how I put it. I'm gonna keep reading until something punches me in the face. Sometimes it's really short. Sometimes it's really long. And I, I, I just don't believe in this idea of checking the box because when we have that mentality of I just need to get through this passage so I can go on my Bible app and hit click, we aren't really engaging with it at the level we should. Start somewhere, and stop checking the box. Second part of the soap uh, visual here is the idea of observation. Observation. 
You're gonna take this piece of scripture and start to observe what it's saying. Make observations about it. Write them down if you need to. What's going on in this piece of scripture? Who's it talking to? Why is it being said? What's the environment of this scripture? Go ahead, ask questions in this observation point. May I read this? I don't know what it means. Write this question. Observation is key to the study of scripture because it goes from just being words that we are reading to where our mind is engaging with it at a deeper level to where we're really observing what's going on. Third part of SOAP is application. Scripture, observation, so you've taken your piece of scripture, you've read through it, you observed, now we move on to application. Matthew 7, 24 says this. Everyone, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. See, when it comes to the study of scripture, the power of the word of God is in the application. Apply it to your life. Apply it to the areas of your life. Have you observed what you've noticed? Now take it and say, okay, how is this going to apply to my life and how am I gonna make changes out of this? The application of the word of God should spur in us dramatic change. And the last one, prayer. Begin to pray. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Humble yourselves. This prayer moment, as you've taken a piece of scripture, you've made some observations, you've thought of ways to apply it to your life, now we pray for the humility to submit to it. Because it's one thing just to say, okay, I'm gonna apply this, I'm gonna make this change, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this word from God, I'm gonna apply it to my life, but we need to pray that we would follow through and submit to it. That we'd humble ourselves. We need to pray that God, here's a, if you want to start to see the word of God impact your life in a dramatic way, try this. Apply, find an application point in your scripture. Okay, this is how I'm going to apply it to my life. And then pray, God, give me an opportunity to apply it today. Your life will get crazy. I'm telling you, it's like, okay, God, I'm reading something about, I'm, I'm going to apply that I need to be more humble in my life. Make a bold prayer. God, help me have an opportunity to be humble. It will happen. <laughs> you know, pray these prayers that are pushing us forward in, in our study of the word of God. Because here's the truth. is We can either have two approaches to studying God's word. We can have just this idea of just, I just need to do it to, to get through it. I, I just need to read this and I just need to get done with it. Or we can have this idea where we jump into it with life-changing impact behind it. That when we open up the word of God, we are saying, okay, th I, this is what pumps me up about life. When I open up the word of God, I can say, man, I'm about to read something that is gonna change my life. That God is going to use something in this Bible to, to change in me a behavior, to change in me a habit, to change a, my, my future. I, I have that opportunity. Do we jump into the word of God with that kind of expectancy? Or do we just kind of jump into it? So first we need to study. And if, you haven't, if you don't have a study life, use soap. Give it a shot. 
And the second thing that is important to the study of the word of God is memorization. We need to memorize God's words. We need to memorize the scripture. When we memorize scripture, memorizing does a couple things for us. Memorizing God's word and his scripture helps us against temptation. Anybody ever get tempted? Just me. It's okay, you can admit it. Everyone gets tempted. We all struggle. We all have things that will come and try to tempt us from stepping outside of the will of God for our life. That's what the enemy wants to do in us. He wants to, to not just make us all take a drastic jump outside. He wants us to just start to sway slowly until we find ourselves way off. When we begin to memorize the word of God and the truth of his scripture, we begin to memorize his will and his wisdom in the scripture, it protects us from temptation. Psalms 119.11 says this, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I've hidden your words, God, inside of my heart. We, as followers of Christ, should strive to memorize scripture. I know some of you are like, Shane, I, I'm not a good, I don't memorize well. I don't either. Just be honest, I don't either. You heard my seventh grade story, not me. I don't memorize either, but I strive as hard as I can to get as much memorized as I can. You don't have to be great at it. You just need to start. As I was preparing, I was looking about the importance of memorizing scripture, I came across a really cool story. I was talking about the underground church in China. And it was talking about this church in China that this, this, um, this uh, missionary went to and he, he walked into this church and there was a couple hundred people there gathered. And the speaker stood up and he began to speak. And he called on a passage from John. He said, okay, now I'm gonna be reading out of this passage. He says this passage. And then he steps off the stage and someone from the congregation stands up and walks forward and recites the whole passage. Then he began to speak on that passage and he'd say, okay, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna respond. I'm gonna read all of Genesis 1. And he would step off the stage and someone would stand up, walk to the front and recite Genesis 1 because the word of God was illegal in their country. So what they would do is when they'd get a Bible smuggled in, they would tear pages out of it and give it to someone and say, this is yours. You memorize it. And once you have it memorized, you have to destroy it. And they began to, to memorize and tattoo on their hearts the words of God. See, sometimes I think in our culture, in our world today, we, we've become numb to the importance of these words. Memorizing scripture helps us against temptation and memorizing scripture helps renew and transform our minds. Romans 12, two. Don't copy the behavior and customs of the world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Memorizing scripture helps renew and transform our minds. As believers, we should want this, amen? We should have a passion for the renewal of our mind. But here's the truth. We can easily procrastinate the word of God. 
and put it off. And just like me, that seventh grade kid who thought he had cheated the system, turned in that paper, got him, never gonna find out. I got caught and it was embarrassing. Just like that kid, we as Christians can have this mindset when it comes to God. We procrastinate falling in love with his word. We procrastinate the study of it and, and having it impact our lives in meaningful and powerful ways. And we hope that one day when we stand up and we stand and we open our eyes and Jesus is standing before us, we can trick him into thinking I was a study and devoted person to his words. It doesn't work that way. We have every opportunity today. We have every opportunity to jump into the word of God and develop a life of study and passion for his words. That change us and change everything around us. We have to fall in love with the word of God. My prayer for this church, my prayer for myself, my prayer for every staff member, my prayer for everyone in this room and watching online right now, is that you would start to develop a deep love for the word of God in your life. That you would develop this, this, this kind of love that if you go a day without engaging with it, you feel it. If you, if you miss the day and push it off, it will irk you. And you're like, I got to get back into it. I just pray that we could be a group of people who are just madly in love with the living word of God. Because all the things that we're doing, all the stuff we do in our life, all these things that are, are taking time in our life, all these things that we prioritize, even good things sometimes, if we are not engaging with God in his word and being transformed from the inside out, it's meaningless. It's fleeting. Man, whatever it is for you, I hope that you develop this love. And maybe pray a, bear a bold prayer today. Maybe make your prayer this, God, do whatever it takes to make me fall deeply in love with your word. God, do whatever it takes to make me a devoted studier of your word. Do whatever it takes to help me see the importance of memorizing your word. I challenge you to pray these bold prayers and to wake up and begin to study, amen? The future of the church is gonna be built by those who are devoted to God and his word. Amen.